Well, hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 103. I'm Emily McDermott, and I'm here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. If you come to the Facebook group, which is at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm, and you request to join the group, I will ask you three questions. And I don't just ask them to ask them, I actually pay attention to them and try to have these episodes reflect the questions and concerns that you have. And we have a new member, her name is Heather. And when I said, what is your biggest struggle when it comes to clutter? This was her answer playing whack-a-mole with kid clutter while I'm getting one area cleaned, something is getting messy. Maybe you can relate to that. If you don't know what whack-a-mole is, it's actually an arcade game. I found out it was originally created in 1975 and you have the mole popping its head up out of one hole and while you're trying to whack it down, then another one pops out of another. So maybe you feel like that with your kids, that they make a mess and you clean it up, or they do with a lot of complaining, and then there's another mess almost immediately popping up in another area of your home. It can make us feel really defeated, like we're never going to get on top of the mess. So today, I am sharing three mistakes that you might be making if you feel like you are constantly playing that game of whack-a-mole. So what do you say? Grab that notebook and pen, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, mama. Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. I struggled to get pregnant and felt overwhelmed until I discovered decluttering could create the physical and emotional space I needed to become a mom. Now two kids later, I've transformed my life and motherhood by developing simple systems around decluttering, capsule wardrobes, kid stuff, cleaning and tidying, meal planning, time management, and more, and I can't wait to share them with you. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Today's featured review is from Happy Mom 89754 and she calls this the motivation I needed. I have been in a constant state of overwhelm for years now, stressed out and discouraged. I only recently discovered Emily and her podcast. I have been binge listening to it for about two weeks now and the change in me is amazing. I am so grateful for the support, tips and advice I have received from Emily and the amazing women she invites to her podcast. One step at a time, my home is slowly becoming a place I can find peace in. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for leaving that review. I absolutely love every single review that I get. I read them. I have something called a smile file (laughs) where I keep the nice things that people have said to kind of motivate me to keep going. And so if you haven't already, if you've listened to at least two episodes, if you could head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave that written review, it would mean the world to me and you might have yours um, read on the show as well. So let's dive into these three mistakes that you are probably making. And the first is that you may not have a system around your or your kid's stuff. So I'm going to use an example of my kids coming home from a birthday party 
which happens quite a bit. And also recently we had Valentine's Day. And so we have all this stuff coming through the door. We have the knickknacks and the candy and the cards and the paper and all of this stuff. Well, if we don't have a system around that, what my kids are going to do is that they're going to dump everything on the ground and then they're going to start playing with things or asking if they can have candy and then they're going to get up and leave. <laughs> so we have to model and talk to them about what we're going to do. So what we did is we went to the kitchen counter, we separated out the Valentines or anything you get from a birthday party. We'd separate out the paper from the candy, from the toys or the knickknacks. And then we get their treasure boxes that they keep in their room so that we can see if these new treasures are going to fit or if we have to change some stuff out. We can recycle those Valentines and put away the candy because they're not going to be having that right now. <laughs> and so we want to model that everything has a home and we're doing something with it when it comes into our home. So what do you do when you get the mail? Where does the paper go? What happens when your kids come through the door from school? What happens to the stuff in their backpacks? And in episode 28, I have an episode devoted just to paper processing. Where do your packages go? Do they end up on the table and they just kind of stay there? What about your returns? Are they by the front door, but they never get it out the door? So decluttering is decision-making. And my favorite definition of clutter is the physical manifestation of unmade decisions fueled by procrastination. Clutter is unmade decisions. So why would our kids put all of their stuff away if we have stuff all over the place? We set the tone for what is acceptable in our home. One of my favorite books by Kendra Adachi is The Lazy Genius Way, and she also has a podcast called The Lazy Genius, if you haven't listened to it, but she has 13 lazy genius principles, and number six is setting house rules. Now, she defines house rules as simple choices that support what matters to you and your people, which lead to an environment of connection. And what does that mean? It means we're not just having these strict rules for no reason, but that's what is supporting the home that we want. So some examples of this in my own home are when we get home, we hang up our jackets, we place our shoes, we don't throw them, backpacks are put on the counter, I touch mail once, and so I'm going to be recycling what I can and putting anything else into my physical inbox in the kitchen. We don't use our kitchen counter as storage. We put books back on a bookshelf at the end of the day and library books always end up on the same shelf so that I don't have to look around for them. And before we move on to the next activity, we're going to clean up what we've done. So if we're done playing shoots and ladders, we clean up shoots and ladders before we go on to the next game and so forth. So having a system and having some of these house rules around how things work in your home will help quite a bit. Now, the second mistake that you might be making is that your kids are exceeding their capacity to effectively and easily manage the stuff they own. So capacity is not about how much stuff we can fit into our home or they can fit into their rooms or wherever else they have their stuff. It's about how much they can easily manage 
without leaving messes everywhere. Now we do have an episode about capacity. It's episode 30 if you want to check that out. But if your kids are moving around your home, leaving messes everywhere, it could be that they are overwhelmed and having sensory overload, that they're unable to process what is coming at them because of all the stuff. And so they're just kind of leaving things everywhere. So remember the less stuff that we have means less overwhelm, both for you and for them. And the third mistake that you might be making is that you're so overwhelmed by your own clutter, you can't establish a system for your kids to clean up as they go. So then you end up just cleaning up for them and getting annoyed with them at best and resentful at worst. Sometimes it's just easier to say, you know what, it's such a pain to ask them, I'm just going to take care of it myself. But that isn't a long term solution. So what we want to do is we want to start with our own stuff, our own clutter first, we're going to set the example of getting our own stuff under control. And then we're going to move to shared spaces such as the kitchen, the living room, the dining room, and so forth. And you can listen to episode six about the container concept. And also in episode 48, I go through decluttering and kind of a step-by-step process, which should be helpful. And then you'll have the capacity to work with your kids on decluttering and then cleaning up as they go. Because we have to remember, the goal isn't to have a home that is tidy all the time. Mine definitely isn't because people live here, but we want it to be easily tidied. So we want to have that mindset when it comes to kids and their messes. If it's something where we know we don't have a lot of stuff, then we know the mess will be cleaned up easily and hopefully by our kids because they're not going to be overwhelmed by it. So to recap, the three mistakes that you might be making are number one, you don't have a system around your stuff or your kids stuff. Number two, your kids are exceeding their capacity to effectively and easily manage their stuff. And number three, you're so overwhelmed by your own clutter, it's hard to establish a system for them. So then you just end up cleaning up their stuff. So if you feel like you're playing whack-a-mole, hopefully some of the tips that I've given you today will help you. And you can always come over to the Facebook group at tinyurl.com forward slash moms overcoming overwhelm if you want additional support. And on Thursday, we're going to be talking to Rachel Norman. She's a mom of five from the blog, A Mother Far From Home. And we're gonna be talking about three habits that you can implement with your kids to make your life easier. And who doesn't want that, right? (laughs) I hope you have a wonderful couple days and I will see you on Thursday. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed in fact, but 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. An Apple podcast, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.